0: Welcome to Talking Point, a new chamber podcast. This is in addition to our other podcast, Business Matters. We are coming to you from the Wynn Technology Studio, and thank you to our media sponsor, Royal Credit Union. I am the Creative Director for the Eau Claire Area Chamber of Commerce, Chelsea Sakura, and I'm going to be your moderator for the first ever episode. And I have today with me Dave Miner, President and CEO of the Chamber, and Scott Rogers, the Governmental Affairs Director. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate why we advocate, and Dave, why don't you dive deep into the overall why of this?
1: Well, it, it, this really came to me um, you know, a few weeks back. You know, we've had several issues in our community where there's not always the correct information and all the facts are not getting out to everybody. And, and that spells trouble because then people make assumptions, um, and we know what happens when we do that, and we want to avoid that. So after sitting down with you and actually even talking with some of the executive committee members, we came up with this idea of just a, 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 a new podcast that we can share what we know is the facts of a current issue going on in our community. And that's all I ever want. When I'm debating something with somebody, I want them to have the the only set of facts, the true set of facts, and then we can have a fair conversation. When people start interpreting that and twisting it, that's when trouble starts. And so I think for our investors, but also for the greater community to understand why the chamber gets into advocacy, why we talk about it. And and I always tell people there's a difference. If you look in Webster, there's a difference between advocacy and politics. Advocacy is about standing up for a set of facts, for a business, for a project, something like that. And that's why we get involved. So as, as, as you tune into these podcasts in the future, it's going to be about what's going on, what are the facts, what's the story. And, and then we'll follow up with the details and other ways that we communicate. But this, we just really hope, will be something quick timely to what's going on and that people can again I I really want to make clear about this that people can rely on it this is the facts this is what we know is the truth you now can debate that any way you want but you don't get to change it and so to really talk about why the chamber's into advocacy and it's one of our core pillars I think is a great opportunity to let Scott talk a little bit about what we do how we do it and what role does that take within our organization
0: all right Scott
2: Thanks. Well, uh, if you look at our website, or we often talk about the fact that the Chamber is the advocate of business, and that is our mission. And you also often see our motto being our community is our business, because if we have a strong community, strong business, that's good for everyone. Uh, but it's also important for us to stand up for issues that are important to our economy and the business community. And so a key role of the Chamber goes all the way back to our founding. There's no, um, it's not a coincidence that UW Eau Claire's centennial was a year after our centennial because the chamber started because the state had not fulfilled its promise to build a what they called a normal school or a teacher's college here. And the chamber got formed, took a train car to Madison, and said, Hey, come and put this teacher's college here you promised. And a year later, it got established. So uh, if, if we don't speak up for business, who will? And that perspective is important for us to have a, a strong economy. So as, as Dave mentioned, We get involved in policy issues, um, advocate for things like housing, transportation, uh, education that are important to our economy. We inform people about elections and politics, but we don't tell you who to vote for.
0: That's really important.
2: It is, because we want people to make their decisions. And we have a broad-based chamber and a broad-based community. And we want to have relationships with whoever's in power. Uh, so that we can um, talk to them about our issues and hopefully influence the decisions they make, whether uh, it's at City Hall, the county courthouse, school board, uh, the state legislature, uh, nationally in Congress, because those
1: decisions do affect business people and how successful our businesses are. And I think to, to Scott's point, of, we don't want to tell people how to vote. Every time we have done a survey of our investors and we ask them the last question, which is regardless of your politics, where do you want to see the chamber and where do you see the chamber? And both those answers come back at 50% right in the middle. They want us to be that, that that again, that resource of information where they can, especially in today's world of all of the stories and versions, to cut through all that and give them the truth, and then they can go back and analyze that, not only for themselves, but for their employees and their family and say, here it is. You, here's the correct information. You now decide which way you want to go with this. But, again, you don't get to change that. But I think that's what's made us a very strong chamber, not only in our community, but in the state of Wisconsin, is people respect that we're not going to pick a side. We're going to put the information out and tell you how it affects you.
0: Well, and the chamber is always evolving.
1: Well, I'll I'll mention really four things we try to
2: do, too, and that maybe can be some background. Uh, We do advocate for the business community. So that's one thing. If we need to speak up on a housing issue on uh, advocating for the science building in Madison, some things that are really important to us, we will weigh in and say here's how we think the legislature or the county board or the city council should go on that issue. We don't do it on every issue, but if it's a critical issue to the business community. We also try to build relationships with uh, people who are uh, lawmakers, who are um, staff um, in uh key agencies or running a, uh, the city, et cetera, uh, so that when we talk to them, we can get information from them. It can be reliable, and they can hear our point of view. Uh, and then for our investors, uh, we try to inform them, and that really goes to what Dave was talking about. We do things like our events, like Eggs and Issues. We have our weekly business advocate newsletter where we try really hard to provide reliable curate news sources so that when you read stuff there, it's to our best of our ability that's that's correct information. And then to equip our investors so that they want to personally weigh in, they know where to go. You know, If it's this particular issue, is that an issue you should call your city council member about or your congressman? Um, Because it can vary, and uh, we try to help. And then what tone should you use and how can you influence people? So those are some of the things that, that we try to do. I would say the issues we've really been plugged into lately are there's a lot of important ways that we need to solve our housing shortage here. Workforce is another area. So we try to look at those things, and when there's a policy issue that comes up, we try to weigh in on it, or at least inform people so that they can make their decisions.
1: I think it's, you know, when you look at like what, again, I just kind of look at this summer and, you know, we've had a lot of different issues kind of come up and, again, go sideways because people maybe know half of it. But, you know, there's been some parking issues and, you know, the the, the transit center project and why it's taking so long and, and again, in, in today's world. You know, communication is coming at us in so many different ways and so fast. People don't always take the time to stop and really make sure you're asking the right questions, but sometimes more importantly at the right people who has that information. So again, I think that's what I'm hoping will come out of this podcast is to help people with that, is to understand, okay, what's really happening and, and why did this take? And, you know, the other thing is, you know, nothing's perfect anymore, and it never was. And and no, no matter what it is, it's going to have a, a, an up and down or something like that. But, you know, what? one of the big things, and I think that's why, again, I, I'm, I'm very proud of our efforts and advocacy is we don't pick that side. We don't um, even take a tone at times maybe, but more of keeping it balanced, to have a discussion with somebody who has a completely different set of point of view than you but being able to discuss that issue so people can hear both sides, that's what I think is really missing in today's world. And again, something hopefully maybe we can tackle within the realm of what this what this podcast will become.
0: Yeah, being a neutral, yep. reliable space. Yep. Yeah. How does a chamber decide it's going to get involved in a specific topic? Because you can have five different things happening within our community that all hold value. What? How do you, Scott, take those and create hierarchy within them? This is what the chamber needs to pay attention to now versus maybe this later. How do you go about delegating that?
2: Well, like everything else, there's never enough time. But uh, <laughs> and a, a lot of people may know that I was an active business investor in the chamber before I joined the staff nine years ago. And so I thought, well, when I start doing this full time, I'll just know everything, right? <laughs> Um, It doesn't quite work that way, but it it does mean that uh, perhaps uh, I have the opportunity to be more informed than a lot of people, but we do have um, a governmental affairs committee. Jen McHugh from Royal Credit Union is chairs that right now, so our volunteers are very involved in helping us have a perspective on what's important to them, and then we set something we call a business issues agenda every year, and we, we look at what is our philosophy on key issues as a chamber, as the business community, and then in those key philosophies, as our specific policy proposal that we either favor or oppose based on what we think is best for our community and for business? And I will point everyone to our website. So if you go to the advocacy tab on our website, we have something there that explains our principles, how we approach this, how we come up with um, uh, our positions, which are then uh, uh, ratified or agreed to by our board of directors. So we don't make a position unless our board of directors which is a broad base of the community which you can also see on our website Um, and then we update that throughout the year and each year we have uh, our right now the one that you'll see up there is the 2023 business issues agenda and you can see our philosophy on some of those key issues that are important to business Uh, and so when a housing issue comes up when a transportation issue comes up when an education issue comes up and the legislature is going to vote on a bill or the city council is going to vote on an ordinance, and it's something that we need to weigh in on. We have already stated our position. And so if it's Dave or if it's me who need to go and do that or provide a letter, we've already decided that, and we can go forward and make sure we do it in a timely timely manner.
1: And I think a couple of key points I want to make sure people understood what, what Scott said there is, one, we established the, what we're going to be an advocate for ahead of the game. And, and Scott communicates that with all of the legislators. So when we do show up, it's not a surprise. They're not like, oh, my goodness, why? You know, how come the chamber's here? What did we do? Well, we already told you. So we may be there to support or oppose it, but it's not hidden. That really leads into the second point of everything we do is going to be very transparent. I have said I'm 32 years into this now is – I have watched this so many times, but if I can show somebody how the chamber decided on an issue, we started here and we went through this transparent process, they may not agree with our decision, but they will at least respect us for how we got there. And again, I'm very proud to say there is a a editorial from the Leader Telegram on my office wall that said exactly that during the pandemic. If everybody remembers, you know, we were part of the task force with the city and the county, but it got to a point where the county wanted to take some really scary measures. and, And we went through that process and ended up saying, no, county, you need to stop. And again, it was a very nice editorial from the Telegram pointing it out to people that with all that's going on, look at what the chamber did. There was a process and, and and be proud of that. So that's, again, I want to make sure people, when we do something, however we get there, again, it's that layout that Scott went through, that there is a very transparent process people can watch and or see to how we get to a point.
0: So going forward in this podcast, we will be covering those yeah. key points. Yeah.
2: yeah, when key issues come up, um, people are wondering about, we can tell you to the best of our ability what we know about that issue, what the chamber is saying to uh, policymakers, um, how we're taking input from investors. We do talk to businesses. We talk to other Uh, associations that have expertise, like in in housing, it'd be the home builders and the realtors and the developers and other people who are actively doing this, the the businesses who are trying to bring people to our community who are trying to find housing. So we try to take that overall perspective on what's important to our economy and the right decisions to make.
1: With that, I would say, and add this is that it's, we want all sides, we want all opinions. Mm -hmm. We need that to make the best decision. And again, scott pointed out it goes from our government affairs to our board board of 30 individuals that is a very diverse board I, you know, um, most people don't realize, but I've got a, a scale of thirteen metrics that I use to make sure our board of directors is as diverse as our community is. We are very strong, and so when we're when we're engaging them in that conversation, we are bringing thirty different opinions and backgrounds and thoughts and everything into it. So again, when we get to that, I, I, I'm always very comfortable that we we are where we need to be. And even within the the board, I, I will say sometimes we're not um where everybody wants us but what, what i realize when i look at that i always tell people when there's compromise and and everybody's got to give a little bit of something you end up with something very good because it's called the middle and and that's where a lot of times we, we need to remember that's where we got to get balance yes very much so
0: Well, I think that's a wrap on the first episode of Talking Points. I look forward to what more conversations will be had in the future. Any last bits of information you'd like to share with our viewers?
2: I'll just remind everybody, if you want to stay informed, the weekly business advocate we sent out on the first business day of the week is available to any chamber investor who would like to receive it. So just let us know. We'll get you on the list, and it'll have more information than we can possibly share here. Uh, also remind everybody it's always important to know that if your organization is an investor in the chamber every individual in your organization is an investor in the chamber and attending our events receiving those newsletters etc are open to them so be sure to take advantage of
1: that. I would just add that again if there's an issue going on in our community that you feel you need more information of or your, maybe your employees do. I will guarantee you there's a lot of other people do, too. So send us an email, give us a call, let us know, and, and we'll do what we can of what we know and or then have to research if that's it. But, you know, give us some ideas. We'd love to hear what, what you're hearing or seeing that you're concerned about. And that's what we want to be able to do to help out.
0: All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this first episode. And again, a special thank you to our media sponsor, Royal Credit Union. And we will catch you all in the next one.